So we have managed to keep the time so far. Uh, we are spot on time. And this is the last session before lunch. I have the uh, privilege of uh, discussing with uh, Ted Jarek. Ted is the uh, head of uh, DNB Markets. And uh, we're delighted, frankly, that, uh, and privileged that uh, we have partnered with DNB for three years in a row for the organization of this event. So thank you very much, Ted. It's our pleasure. For your uh, support and involvement. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Uh, thank you. No, our pleasure. Again, today's event, uh, it's a joint venture. I mean, we both worked very hard for this. Uh, I think... Um, it's not a merger. It's a joint venture. No, no, that, that's correct. <laughs> it's, it's a cooperative effort. You're right. We're not making news there. <laughs> so starting our discussion, I wanted to ask you, today, shipping is literally at crossroads. I mean, we see lots of pressures. Uh, uh, coming from the shipping market, but we also see a lot of uncertainty and pressures coming from outside the, the, the shipping market. So what do you consider being the major challenges uh, and risks in shipping today? My first thought is that I, I feel like shipping has been at a crossroads for some time. Um, and and it, it, maybe it's an industry that has a way of finding or of putting itself into trouble. Um, but I also feel that there's a, a growing um, involvement and expectation uh, from stakeholders uh, and indeed from society at large, and this is to, to all industries, it's certainly not shipping specific, um, to, to, to in a way play by a different set of rules, to, to play by a higher set of standards. Um, maybe shipping's been a little bit late in having to adapt to some of these pressures because I think other industries have been facing them for, for, for some longer period of time. Um, and, and I think this, this will be game changers heavy, but uh, I, I think the, and, and I said it briefly in my remarks earlier this morning, the IMO 2020, I think is, is a very good example of, 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 of what is going to be coming. It won't be the only uh, factor that uh, that the that the industry will have to contend with, but it's it's clearly an immediate one, um, and shipping will have to um, kind of adapt uh, and really develop, I think, a more sustainable model to uh, to function uh, according to societal expectations going forward. Um, it, it, it will it will be a different game. It will take a different mindset. Um, uh, sustainable. You can you can talk about all kind of things related to sustainable, um, but but that's a word I use just to to kind of capture um, a, a a profile that I think will be important uh, for the industry to uh, to 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 prosper going forward. If I can steer our discussion towards the environmental aspects, uh, you know, a lot of the discussion today has been on IMO 2020. You mentioned uh, that as being one of the game changers. Uh, from the discussions we had, uh, we listened today, a number of owners feel that these uh, regulations coming up are kind of unfair to them. So where do you stand on the um, IMO 2020 debate? What is your take on what's happening? My first, my first, my first position and, 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 and comment is that shipping, like, like all industries, um, have to do more to um, 
limit its, its impact on the environment. Um, that, that's just a, a kind of stake in the game these days. And again, it affects every industry, not, not just shipping. So that's the end. Shipping has to do more than it has been doing previously to, to limit its environmental impact. Uh, then you get into how to, you know, how to how to implement that. What are the means to that end? Uh, and clearly, I think there's a lot of very uh, passionate and 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 well-reasoned opinions on 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 all of the relevant questions. Do I invest in scrubbers? Do I not? Uh, what's the availability of, of of low sulfur fuel going to be in in, in a year and a half? Um, you know, what's the spread going to be, and and how does that impact the return on a, on a scrubber investment? So so those are just the means. Um, what we observe is that an increasing number of shipping companies are, are making the investment in scrubbers. But now, you know, picking up on the word investment, uh, shipping is a capital investment. Uh, it's a very intensive capital investment business. And now I think the investment needs are bigger with all the environmental regulations and the additional equipment that has to be installed. So you are the head of an organization that has a big involvement uh, providing capital to shipping in all kinds of forms, um, bank side, capital market side, and so on. So where do you see the capital coming from uh, for shipping? I mean, we have heard that um, traditional banks, sort of, if not cutting down, not increasing their portfolios by a lot. We see the alternative finance guys coming in, the private equity guys are in. We don't know, are, are they trying to find a way out or, or not? Capital markets may not be there. Uh, as we have seen, so where will the capital come from? You think? Yeah, and I, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't differentiate between the kind of investments we're talking about if we're talking about investing in scrubbers than any other kind of investment uh, that, that 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 is required to 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 manage and run your business in in the in, in the best way. But uh, as I think many of the speakers and panels have have talked about uh, this morning, uh, a diversity of funding sources is is a plus. How one achieves that, there are, there are different ways of going about that. Um, but but uh, you, you, you have equity, you have your own liquidity, you have issuing more equity, uh, you have preferred, you know, all of the different instruments on the equity side and the debt side. Um, and I think companies need to be creative and to the extent they are not uh, use, to the extent a company today is really only financing itself with bank debt, I would recommend that they seriously consider alternatives to, to, to widen out uh, their access to capital. I just think it's prudent. I think it's a risk management strategy. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's what I would say. Our bank has been involved uh, with several clients in, in structuring facilities to finance specifically investments in scrubbers. It's, it's a little, it tends to be a little bit more structured because you know, you're talking about investments in ships where you already have a first priority mortgage uh, or typically have a first priority mortgage. Um, but um, you know, we've, 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 we've now put together several facilities to, to enable our clients to at least partially fund uh, investments in scrubbers in, 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 in a percentage of their, of their fleet. If I can uh, hone into the capital markets uh, side, um, shipping is a very important business. 90% of the world trade is carried on ships, so as an activity, it's, it's a huge activity for the world economy and world trade. But when we come to the public side, uh, shipping is a very small part of the overall capital markets. And um, even though it has managed to attract a number of, a significant number of investors, when we look at the whole universe, the number of investors active in shipping today is a very small number compared to the whole universe. 
of active investors in the U.S. So what do you think needs to be done to expand that universe? First of all, I think, I think the universe consistently expands, and I think it's been doing that for, for at least some years. Uh, I think it's, it's, we, we are always seeing new people coming in or, or at least beginning to look and explore and do due diligence. Um, so so it, the industry does attract, I think, new investors year on year. Uh, and that those could be your, your institutional, you know, your institutional accounts, those could be, you know, hedge funds, private equity, all, all credit funds, you know, the whole array of, 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 of institutions that are, that are out there. So it is happening. Um, I go back to sustainability. I think for, for, the, for the industry to uh, expand its investor universe, I think it has to develop a more sustainable or continue to develop a more sustainable model because there's plenty of examples of companies and ship owners who are hard at work at trying to do these things, but, but, but continue down that path because again, the bar kind of keeps getting raised. Um, develop a more sustainable business model, and that can be that 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 absolutely uh, is is a, is is involving the financial side of, of of the company. You know, the balance sheet, more moderate leverage, uh, probably a more balanced chartering strategy. So there's a little bit more predictability or, or stability of, of revenue. Um, someone mentioned earlier a, a dividend policy uh, that is that is. Uh, consistent and, and, and is within the, the scope of the capital structure of the company and, and, and the earnings capability of the, of the company so through a cycle. Um, uh, you know, taking some profits when the markets are good, whether by selling a few ships or by locking in some, some longer term charters. Uh, th these types of things are, 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 are really need to be focused on if, 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 if the, I think the, the, the baseline institutional investor market is going to continue to uh, support the industry and, and indeed the number of investors investing in shipping is, is going to grow. Now, following up on your last comment about uh, the investor universe, one of the themes of today's discussions has been consolidation and size and so on, and we have a dedicated panel in the afternoon to debate um, whether size matters and where and how. But I think clearly when we talk about the capital markets, um, the larger companies that have bigger float and bigger liquidity have a better advantage in terms of attracting investors. Yes. At the same time, a number of the shipping companies public today are mid or small caps. So where does that leave them? What is the capital market's potential for them? They need to figure out how to get bigger. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big believer in size. Um, I think if you're not a billion dollar market cap company, many of the, of the main institutional investors are not, are not really gonna look twice. Uh, if you're trying to come to the market in the form of initial public offering, you're not at that size. I don't think you'll get the, the proper attention. Um, so if you're, if you're a two to three to $400 million market cap company, and granted, you know, <laughs> uh, the link between market value and asset values, th th there is clearly a link. And if asset values begin to recover, you know, th these companies' market caps will grow. Uh, so that you could, you could say their, their current market caps at two or 300 million just reflect the fact that the market's been lousy or is lousy. Uh, but still, I think these are companies that need, they need to be bigger, they need to have more scale to, to, uh, to have the kind of liquidity in the share that I believe today is, 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 is just a necessity. I think clearly well so so, they, yeah. so so what do they do uh, they can grow or or they can combine with another i mean those are those are those are the uh, those are the at least the two obvious 
kind of paths for, 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 for gaining more size. Well, I think we clearly see uh, shipping that has been a very private business, uh, introvert uh, in terms of operations, becoming a lot more corporate, a lot more transparent, a lot bigger. I mean, it, 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 it's coming to a different level now exactly for the reasons that you mentioned. Uh, in closing, uh, one... Let me, let me make one comment there. I have three minutes. Because I think someone made a comment on one of the panels earlier that I do think is, is quite important, and I, and I wanted to be sure that I covered it. And, and, it, and, I, and I don't want to minimize the importance of private companies in this is industry. They are still significant players. They, they, they're, from an ownership perspective, I, I'm sure the, the, the vast majority of the world's fleet is, is, or at least a large majority of the world's fleet is owned by private, by private uh, interests. Um, but someone mentioned generation change, and, and, and we, we see this now a lot. We've been seeing it for some time, but it's becoming more pronounced and more developed. Um, you know, younger members of families who have been traditional ship-owning families, um, they have, uh, I would say, in many cases, different sense of priorities. Uh, they, they seem to be much more open to looking at alternatives for raising capital, may not be going the whole way to a, to a public listing, but, but looking at alternative forms of, of funding, looking at bringing in uh, partners privately to, to help fund a growth initiative or part of their business. Uh, that's gonna continue, and I think that, 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 will, that will strengthen those private entities from a, from a governance and, and a transparency point of view. Which, which I think will only improve their competitiveness, and, and I think it will actually also push more of the ownership into the, into the public domain over time. Just to reinforce your point, I think, uh, without having the exact numbers, I think more than 80% of the global fleet must be private, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, we don't have the exact numbers, but the majority of it is private, which shows the potential, again, of more and more companies coming to the market at the right uh, moment. So last question to ask you, I have to be able to keep the time of my own discussion <laughs> when I ask others to keep the time for themselves. Last question is, can you share with us your insight on investor uh, appetite in shipping? We have seen a number of uh, attempts now to come to the capital market, to the uh, equity markets. They haven't been particularly um, successful. Uh, on the other hand, we see um, capital raising on the fixed income side. We see Oslo versus New York. So you, you have the, you are dealing in all of them. So uh, you have an idea of what's happening globally, if you can share with us. Well, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think the, the efforts this summer uh, by the two companies to, to IPO in the US, again, to me, that was a, primarily an issue of, of, of size. Uh, but I think also in, in both instances, the sector maybe for, for, a, for a period of time, maybe slipped a bit out of favor with investors. Maybe the, the, the prospects didn't look quite as good as they'd maybe looked two, three, six months ago. On the container side, I think the trade, the trade tensions, the trade war has is, is, is probably cast a bit of a pall over that market. Um, on the dry bulk side, I think, I think uh, again, I think you felt that the trade tensions may, may be, uh, there's a perception that might be limiting appetite in China, which could affect the dry bulk market. So you had some, you had some macro sentimental factors that were creeping in, but fundamentally, both those companies were too small to go public. Um, in, in Oslo, there was a private placement done uh, in June for, for a Greek uh, shipping family. Uh, which I believe raised 100 or $125 million of equity. And, and this was really a play purely on the scrubber story. Uh, and, 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 and this is really, this is a vehicle that's, that's kind of set up to be a closed-end fund uh, with the objective of selling that, 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 that business on to, to the market. 
uh, at a point in time when the tanker cycle is in, is in a better place. So again, it's not really, it, it was not a, a vehicle that was meant to have a long life uh, that would need to continue to grow, raise more capital. Uh, so that's a, that's a very specific kind of uh, bespoke, uh, in a way, uh, type of capital raise, and, 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 sh and surely there are investors still there to look at those situations. Investors have made money in shipping, and they'll continue to make money in shipping, and there's more investors looking at shipping. So, you know, but you have to differentiate between a, you know, an IPO, a full-on IPO in the U.S., or Oslo, or any other market, you know, with, again, a more, a more private type of investment around a specific investment thesis. On the debt side, I, you know, I think the general perception is uh, gearing levels have come down in shipping. Debt investors are probably better protected given where asset values are now in the cycle, and and um, and, and 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 people are looking for yield. That that you know that in a low interest rate environment, if you can make uh, seven and a half, eight and a half percent on a secured or unsecured shipping deal with a good company or good assets securing a bond, that, that, that's a reasonable. It's a reasonable risk to take. Absolutely. Well, Ted, thank you very much. We are at the end of our time. Uh, I appreciate very much your working together, and thank you for your uh, vote of confidence uh, supporting this event for three years in a row. Uh, we can all go for our lunch now. Uh, we have a great uh, set of speakers, the Under Secretary of Commerce and uh, the uh, Head of uh, Shell Shipping and Trading, and we have a packed agenda top topics in the afternoon. So those of you who signed up for lunch on the third floor, please, let's go. And thank you very much thank again. You. Thank you.